0: To episode 183 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch, and I'm
1: Jonah.
0: Wow, I haven't I haven't introed this show for a long time. It's uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, I did, I did I did not just do that before this take. So um yeah, great start to the to the show <laughs> and here. It,
2: and it it feels weird without Phil uh, being on because you know I always have that awkward silence as to who's going to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of these days we'll be in person and. We'll be able to look at each other or talk before and be like, you go first or whatever. Yeah, that's I'd always.
2: Like I'd like to think that Bill and I could still pull off the awkward silence every time.
0: Just do it on purpose. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Even if,
2: even if staring at one another.
0: Oh, you're talking to me? Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that, that day will come soon for sure. Um, yeah, um, we're recording tonight. This is a Monday, the 28th of February. We're going to do it tomorrow night, which is Tuesday, um, but a a little movie called The Batman is coming out, and I selfishly got tickets. Uh, I got lucky. I uh, went on the Palms Theater, which has IMAX around us in the Waukee area of Iowa. I just happened to... I don't know why I've been putting it off getting tickets because I'm super amped to see it. These clips they keep introducing, uh, I just finally had enough. I'm like, I got to make... I get my tickets. So I... Got to the IMAX, and you know, if it didn't work, I was gonna go elsewhere, so it wasn't like gonna ruin uh, my plans. But it just happened to give me two seats, you know, right next to each other, and I think they were the last ones, like decent. The rest were like on the floor. And this is IMAX, so I, I would hate to be up front for that 80 foot screen, that's just nuts. I, I can't imagine, I don't even know why they put seats that close, but uh, all the other seats were separate, so. Yeah, anyway, I, I got the tickets and uh, been super excited ever since. And, of course, today the reviews have come out. I've only heard the spoiler-free ones. I don't really know if there's a lot of spoiler ones out there. But um, that's sadly, uh, I mean, a good. it's a good thing to see these movies as soon as possible because you're excited for it. But also it's because you don't want to get spoiled by, you know, Uh, social media or YouTube because, you know, a lot of them like to use thumbnails showing like, you know, like for instance, Spider-Man No Way Home is um, coming out very soon to digital and uh, they've already gotten clips on YouTube. So if you haven't seen anything, you're getting spoiled right now. So (laughs) some of it's just excitement to see it soon and uh, other uh, other reasons is, yeah, I don't want to be spoiled. So I know we just talked before. We we started recording, Jonah. You're seeing it like a week from now, correct?
2: Yeah, next Tuesday uh, we'll be going to see it, and then so I will. And I'm off social media. Like, I, oh, good, yeah. I'm off. I
0: noticed they couldn't I couldn't like, get a hold I, of you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> off Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, and I'm taking a, an extended break from that. And actually, it's really good. It feels really good. I'm sure. Like, to, yeah, oh yeah. To not care what everyone else is having for dinner, or. <laughs> what their dog did, or I really like like not knowing.
0: You're just living your Uh, life, yeah, right.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) I don't know if I'll ever get back on that stuff, but I'm enjoying the
0: time off. If I, yeah, if I didn't use it for the show, you know, promoting it and all that stuff, I don't know if I'd be on it, Uh, yeah. um, Just the phone in general, putting it down, um, takes a lot of weight off my chest.
2: Yeah, and I found, and I can't speak, you know, I'm sure it didn't happen to everybody, but during COVID, I got to a part where it started to control my life and my behavior and the way that I was, like things that I was doing and didn't like it. Um, and so, sure, yeah, I kind of fell down that rabbit hole and I clawed my way out and I, I feel good about it. So I don't want to go back down. it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. And it gets kind of weird when you're checking out anything on google like you know product wise and all of a sudden you're in facebook and it's pulling that product up and it's like uh wow um i'm really being monitored here (laughs) you know um right your target to to pretty much everybody out there but um yeah uh going back to the batman mitch uh when do you plan on seeing it
1: you know um I don't know yet.
0: Um, <laughs> when it comes uh, out on uh, on video, <laughs> no, no,
1: no, I'll eventually see it. Yeah. I'm just so busy right now. I know. Now there's that, so many films uh, out. Well, right, and I mean for for the most part, if if there's a movie that I want to watch, I'll just watch it on like HBO or something like that. But you know, I will eventually see it. Sure. Um, probably won't be this week, but uh, yeah, I'll eventually see it.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um clips out there are amazing. Every I've seen every clip like maybe five times. It's just oh, I can't I just can't wait any longer. I want to see it. Yeah. Um, now,
2: do you, do you Josh, do you get to a point where you start to avoid like the, the clips or like the cuz you you look at a, a film like Morbius which has three trailers out there. So at some point <laughs> things are starting to get spoiled. Yeah. Do you limit yourself on how much exposure you have to a film before you go in and watch it? No. Or do you want to kind of take it all in first?
0: Uh, well, I don't know. It's been a bit. Um, I can't remember if it was The Last, the last Jedi. I might have just not cared about the spoilers before I went in. Um, that might have been the film I didn't really care about. Um, yeah, uh, usually, yeah. I, I mean, I'll watch clips. Uh, I try not to. Um, but if they look so damn good. And, you know, I just hear about it. I'm like, oh, I got I to check it out. Um, but I try not to get spoiled too much. I mean, you know, if I, usually I'm able to see it right away, so I won't be spoiled, but yeah, if I had to wait longer, I don't know if I'd, I might just give into like, yeah, just tell me what happens. (laughs) You know, I still want to see it, but it's like, oh, I just can't, I can't wait any longer. Cause I also like to hear discussions on, you know, from critics and stuff, uh, YouTube people I listen to, what their take is on it and how they dissect things and all that. So, yeah, um, yeah. I usually try pretty damn hard to avoid things. I think Endgame was the last movie I was really trying to, um, yeah, avoid. You know, that was such a an event, and maybe Spider Man No Way Home. Aside from the well, trailers and, then, and stuff.
2: Yeah, and Marvel always does such a good job of keeping a lot of that stuff really, you know, close to the mm-hmm. chest. Yeah, or, or, where they only show you the first. 15 minutes anyway, yes, in a trailer, so you're not really getting much,
0: yeah, uh, and they'll even omit things I out like. of the trailer or vice versa, you know, just to th- yeah. throw you off. Which I'm I think it's refreshing, you know, when Andrew Garfield kept denying he wasn't going to be in No Way Home, um, you know, uh, everyone after the fact was like, oh my god, he lied to us, but it's like, you know what, you people have to be lied to anymore, you know, otherwise, you're yeah. You know, it won't be, you'll you'll get no surprises. You'll just be like, oh, here they come. I knew this. But yeah. Um, So yeah. I think,
1: I mean, No Way Home was a pretty given that you were going to see somebody. I mean, it was, the stuff that leaked online was just too, like, okay. And I mean, even even the last trailer that they had that they accidentally made the boo boo of of the lizard, the lizard uh, getting smacked in the face. Yeah. And then the U S version, they, they quickly cut that out. I mean, yeah. it was, it was a pretty easy tell. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, it didn't affect my viewing um, sure. because I was just like, okay, cool. They're probably going to be in there, but yeah. how are they going to get them in there? And right. that was yeah. the one part of watching. And that to me was, it didn't spoil anything that I knew that they were going to be in there. Right. And I don't, and I don't know about
2: you guys, but when I saw that in the theater, there was—I i always enjoy it when this happens. There was people like cheering loudly when yep. oh, yeah. those characters came on, and I—it doesn't happen a lot in movies where people are like audibly
1: cheering. No, it's um, it's
0: always fun when it's like genuine, you know. Yeah. It's not like forced yeah, or yeah. anything. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely.
1: Same with uh, Daredevil when he made his appearance. I mean, everybody yes. was going
0: us. Which it breaks yeah. my heart because I don't know if you guys have heard lately, but Charlie Cox he said his experience in the theater was the opposite. No one cheered, and he it bummed him out. And now and now everyone's like, we gotta we gotta send so much love to him, knowing that you know we all were so excited. I mean, that was that was uh, an applause and the you know the movie I saw well, or the it, it theater I was in. The
1: door for a lot of. Netflix originals to come in, so it it allows Kingpin to come in. um, Right. That whole storyline, which I don't personally think they're done with. It allows The Punisher to come in, um, which I've heard that they're in talks for. I mean, those are all excellent, excellent series. Right. And I think maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I I feel like they all ended way too soon because this was coming down the pipeline.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And they were just desperately hoping that uh, people would still be as excited when they made their appearances that they would be when they were watching it the first time around.
0: Yeah. And, and that, I think that could be true. It is still a mystery as to what they will um, take. You know, they probably will cherry pick the the good stuff out of those shows, you know, all the series they did. I know they're coming off of Netflix and they're going to Disney plus, I believe. So it still doesn't mean they're accepting all of those shows as canon. Because they they also have the the Fox, uh, you know, X Men films and so on. But with the multiverse of madness coming, you know, all, all these dimensions basically they're all canon in their own ways. So you know yeah. they can still cherry pick like that Daredevil we saw could still be a variant, but could also have the Kingpin and maybe some recasting would explain why. Yeah, I, we could
2: actually we could get a we could probably get a decent Iron Fist. If they were to recap, that'll probably be, yeah. Do a fight. yeah.
0: I think that'll be the the one thing they will definitely try to redo. Um, I never did see that. I saw a little bit of Luke Cage, but and I liked the first season of Jessica Jones. I just never got back to it, and uh, but and Punisher as well. Actually, I've only seen the first season of Punisher. But Daredevil is the show I saw all the seasons. You know, that was the first think- show on there.
2: Yeah, I think Punisher I watched, like, two or three times, like, just because I'm such a big Punisher fan. Yeah. And that was probably the best version of that character that I'd ever seen on any screen. Yes. And so I watched that one several times.
0: Uh, um, perfectly cast, too, because he's just, he has a face oh, yeah. that's just been through beatings, you know? And, and he's still a good-looking guy, but, you know, he, you know, he's... He's been rode a little bit, you know, in the face, you know, and when he first announced his casting, I was like, that's genius. I, I never would have thought of him as the Punisher until they cast. And I was like, yeah, duh. Why didn't I think of that? Um, yeah, right. I really enjoyed well, that. It was
1: dark as they went with the Punisher, I mean, yeah, there was there was some definite love to the character there. Yeah. And a, a deep understanding of of all that. Sure. I think, And that's that's why we we're all sad that I got cut so short, it's just like... Right. Okay, what the hell is Netflix doing? But, you know, we, at the time, I think, what, Iron Man 1 or 2 was out?
0: Yeah. 8? Yeah. Oh, mean, 08 was Iron, Iron Man. Yep. First Iron you know, Man 08. pointing yep. to
1: Iron Man 2, Um, you know, Tony Stark having his smartphone, and the Illuminati app was in there. I mean... Oh, yeah, he, all those
0: Easter eggs. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. I mean, if true, then Marvel's had this thing planned out like... On to
0: go. like they've got years and Well, that's off to of them that they did because it's like effortlessly you know when you know a lot of people were upset about a lot of people like wandavision but they they thought it was gonna be something else but that necessarily isn't true because yeah this multiverse of madness could be something that explains every person's criticism of the show uh, just every yeah, criticism kind of- we've had can be easily explained now if it if the writing's good well, in the plan of course
2: and I, I think one of the, I don't know if they necessarily had all of this planned out, but I, they probably had a loose idea yeah. as to where they wanted to go with it. And they did a really good job of not painting themselves into any corners mm-hmm. to where it had to be like a full on retcon to change something or they had to, uh, y- you know, ignore the continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, They did a really good job of leaving themselves open to take some of these these different routes with their storytelling, right? Like a multiverse, uh, and you know, introducing the the space stuff, which is really out there. But they did such a good job of integrating it to the point where now they can do anything, and it's not going to seem too too far to left field, right? It's just going to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense.
0: The Eternals that kind of got me. That kind of like maybe was, you know, I think it was so much so soon, like gradually you accepted aliens, right? You know, Iron Man was so realistic. I mean, for what it is, you know, it's obviously, we don't have suits like that, yeah. but uh, you know, you had Loki and the time variant agency, multi-dimensional worlds, and then you had the Eternals. So it's it was really, for me, still hard to to grasp those ideas because of, you know, another idea just came before so but as a comic book fan yeah. I'm sure a lot of people understand how these all coexist all these you know crazy ideas you know with uh with uh,
2: Eternals Eternals was a weird one for me because it was one of those movies I wasn't excited about it because I don't really know the characters yes I'm not a, and so I'm not a big fan of the, the property and then the movie itself I thought was decent I thought it was okay mm-hmm uh, I thought it was a little long in parts um, I thought I liked the kind of the sort of the, the twist um, and and then I was just kind of let down because of all the characters that they introduced like my favorite is the Black Knight
0: <laughs> oh sure
2: and we kind of get just like a glimpse of him at the end yes But I was kind of hoping to actually see him suited up and do something so I guess I'm excited to see what they do with him next, but I don't need to revisit those characters again ever, I, I, I
0: guess. And you're you're talking about what's-his-face from Game of Thrones, right? The very end credit uh, scene. Kit Her-
2: Kit, yeah, yes. Kit Harrington's yep. character, uh, right. Dane, Dane Whitman.
0: And then, uh, yeah. Then that other voice, which I, I didn't know till I left the theater, like, that was Blade. Like, okay, I just cool. assumed
2: it was, like, I just assumed it was Nick Fury. I wasn't paying it that close. Yeah, maybe I thought to that voice. too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was, like, so I was oh, like, oh gosh. Okay, so Nick
2: Fury's recruiting Black Knight to the Avengers, which makes sense because Black Knight was an Avenger anyway. Right. And so that's just I didn't think much of it. And then I think I didn't, might have been you that told me like, oh yeah, Blade. I was like, I was like, oh, all right, well. Yeah. I didn't recognize the voice as Blade because right, it was Wesley Snipes. It's not so Wesley like, Snipes, oh, no. Yeah. But it's not Wesley Snipes, so yeah. I didn't recognize it as Blade.
0: I'm anxious about MCU's take on Blade. You know, I, I know his first introduction, he was very... Like, his costume was, like, very 70s. I think that's when he came in, into the comic world. Um, like, he had purple mm-hmm. outfit or something. So I wonder if they'll try to maybe give him, like, a, like, some kind of purple in his outfit. Not, like, too much, but, you know, just kind of honor that uh, and, and I Snipes. It
1: was,
2: and I don't know if his outfit was actually purple or if they were using that color to portray the like the color black because oh it's true yeah more so than using the color black itself they might have been using
0: purple.
2: um so i don't know if his outfit was actually purple or not
0: yeah um it'll be interesting to see how they i mean i think a lot of people still want the snipes look i'm sure marvel will will do that but they'll do it you know they'll put their twist on it you know and i think uh i think it'll be pretty cool
1: the, the problem is that you're taking a, a very well-known character that had a, a three movie story arc mm-hmm. and now trying to integrate it into a Avengers I mean all we know right now is Avengers right mm-hmm. And the other thing that I'm thinking is okay eternals that was kind of that rocked the boat for a lot of people they were like I really don't like that but let's get a couple more movies in and see uh, what makes more sense. Because yeah. I have a feeling that movie ties together a lot of things that we don't even know about and coming up.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do uh
1: do you guys think we will get a blade cameo in Morbius?
0: Oh I don't know. Very
1: possible. Very possible, but if so, it would be at the very end. And it'll mention yeah. it'll mention Blade. That's about it. And if well and if you're gonna give me a blade
2: cameo in Morbius, give me the rest of the Night Stalkers too. Give me Hannibal King and Frank Drake, um, and do do like a whole Midnight Suns thing. I don't know if you guys read Midnight Suns back in the 90s when they reintroduced. So it was was a tie-in between, it was like Ghost Rider, was really the only ongoing series at the time, and then they introduced, they brought back Morbius, they brought back the Night Stalkers, the Darkhold Redeemers they brought in, and they had kind of a Midnight Suns crossover, and then these series kind of proceeded on their own for a bit.
0: Uh, But... That's cool.
2: Bringing in Morbius, I mean, they could totally do something like that, and that'd be great. Oh,
0: but I have a feeling yeah.
2: that
1: Morbius, because it's Sony still, is going to be who knows? Because I know that we got a lot of Spider-Man, but you know, now they're with that whole ending. I'm really thrown for a loop because I I almost feel like that was a three story arc. They're done with it, um, and now doing the multiverse of madness gives them a new opportunity to bring in a new Spider-Man.
0: Right, or or an existing one we haven't seen, or a Miles Morales, for instance, they could throw that in. Um, but right. mm-hmm. casting, you would think we'd hear about it by now, because I think Universe, uh, Multiverse of Madness, I'm pretty sure it's wrapped filming; it's due out very soon. Um,
2: it comes out, yeah, it comes in May. Jeez, uh, if you go if you go to the IMDb page though, they only have ten actors listed. Good, they should. And <laughs> the only spoiler. The only spoiler thing out there in, when we talk about the trailer is Patrick Stewart, and they don't even say who he's playing. It's just Patrick Stewart.
1: Right. Um, I well, would he's a, he's a variant of himself, though. Probably. Because he's not in yeah. the yeah. canon X-Men series. So he's, he's coming in because he's a part of the Illuminati, and the Illuminati are basically saying, what you did, Doctor Strange, um, is upsetting the time continuum. So it's basically mm-hmm. like... Um, it's basically like the TVA, but yeah, with mutants.
2: Right, right, yeah. So
1: you know, I, I don't. The question is, are we going to get um, what is that? Not a uh, supreme uh, Iron Man or whatever. Um, we're going to get Tom a Cruise. Of... Yeah, we're going to get a, a <laughs> version of uh, Wolverine, which has already been confirmed. Not Hugh Jackman Wolverine, but somebody different. Yeah. Um, which. Iron Man has to play into that in some way because all of a sudden we're seeing um Ultron's army, right? Yeah. So that's, And they look, look that's, badass like too. Anything.
0: I mean, we're yeah, we yeah. might as well start talking about the Doctor Strange trailer. Yeah. Um we've you know already are, like, started so, so go much, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, there's so much going on in that second trailer. I had to watch it like four times and I kept pausing it cuz I was like, "All right, who's that? Yeah. Who's yeah. that?" Uh, there's so much going on. Like, I still can't. Who's. All right. The flaming guy that uh, go that. Yes. Scarlet
1: Witch is fighting. Who is that? So, that's like they're saying now two people. So, one of them is. Like uh, two
0: possibilities, that, Mitch?
1: No, it it is two people. Oh, so one of okay. Them, um, they're saying one of the shots that you see, um, because they have the same similar powers, one of them is uh, that lady that was in uh, WandaVision. Okay. Powers. Oh and yeah. The second the second guy is he who remains. And that's in his suit. So it's it's not uh it's not the Iron Man that we're thinking of, but it's the he who remains and that lady. Okay.
0: Right. Oh, okay, okay. So wait, is that a version of Iron Man? Is that what that is?
2: He who no, so remi- sure.
0: remains remains.
1: He Who Remains was in the TBA You remember he was... God, what's the name of that guy? Um, he'll play a bad guy here soon, but he was the character that basically Loki meets at the very end that talks about the different generations yeah. of time. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. He's. And I can't
1: remember. He actually has a name.
0: Obviously, edit this tape typing out. Yeah, Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> I, <laughs> I
1: think you
2: should leave all that in.
0: You leave it all in. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kang the Conqueror. That's what you're yes. referring to, right, Mitch? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's got um, noticeable aliases. Iron Lad is one of them. So I wonder if that. Well, yeah. did,
2: did you ever read Young Avengers? That was a great series. I
0: did not. No. You gotta I'm so read, behind. You got to
2: read Young. You got to read Young Avengers. It's such a good series, and oh. that's where Iron Lad is introduced.
0: Nice. Yeah. No, I, I know. There's so many. It, sadly, you know, with all these films, that's like my first introduction, and then I. Google the hell out of it and like, oh, wow, cool, cool. So <laughs> I've got to catch up. But yeah, yeah this movie is going to be wild. Uh, I'm as long as you do it right. You know, you, you don't want them to just shoehorn in all these cameos. But yeah, with the Illuminati, you can go crazy. Like put a Wolverine in there. Like, you know, back in the day, there's supposedly talks. This is like when they wanted to do an X-Men back in the 80s or maybe late 70s. Bob Haskins, they wanted for Wolverine, I guess. And if you I
2: played no wait, Roger Rabbit Mario.
0: Yes, yes, but back in the day he was thinner and stuff and you know more hairy like and he's short. So like it was really someone did some fan art. It would have been great, but obviously back then they it just wasn't the right time. but you know uh, so not you know,
2: Who would be your ideal casting for Wolverine now? Oh
0: I want someone short. I like Hugh Jackman, right. um, but I didn't really know much about the character, like you know what the expectations were before he came on. But yeah, I never want to take away what he brought to the part. Um, they, a big fan um, uh, desire is to have what's-his-face from Kingsman. Um, played Elton John as well. Uh, is it,
1: uh, Tyron Edgerton? Yes, whatever?
0: I think yeah. he would be great. Um, a lot of people have kicked around Daniel Ratcliffe. Good. Yeah.
1: I think he could be good, but, um, I think, uh, Clint Eastwood's son.
0: Oh Scott yeah. Eastwood, yeah. He getting a better, uh, deal probably than Suicide Squad. I don't know if you uh, heard about that, but the Ayer yeah. cut supposedly got a lot of him, his character on there. And so he turned down the sequel to, well, the Suicide Squad. I don't know how the hell they're going to bring his character back. I mean, spoiler, he was like right by a bomb when it went off. So not sure how you uh, recover from that. But I'm sure they would have been clever with it. Who knows? Maybe you mutated into some creature. But
2: you want my my weird answer? But yeah, I, I still love this idea. Johnny Galecki from hmm. the Big Bang Theory.
0: Wow, that is interesting. Um, hmm. Maybe you would have to bulk up, though. I mean, I don't know. Is he kind of a fit guy? I don't remember. Uh, I,
2: I think he... So, I don't know if he is currently, but he can get there. He's been there before. Yeah.
0: Given the uh, Marvel diet, he'll get there.
2: Yeah. But he just has this look. Here, I'm going to... Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll screenshot you what I'm... like. Okay. Like, just his his face. I think I see it. Standard. Like, yeah. He's short. He's only like 5'5". Five five. Right. Right. And uh, and I think he, I, I think he could do it. Like Maybe said, real, he'll be cheaper. He's like <laughs> he's the long he's like the long shot, but
0: yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, what about you, Mitch? Any any ideas you have?
1: Um, you know, it, it may be better just to cast a nobody, like they did with Hugh Jackman, because I I feel like. If you get somebody that already is well known, there's going to be a problem, and they're going to be like, "That's not Wolverine. That's so and so from this yeah. movie, right?" Right. So, like Hugh Jackman was like, "Oh, that's Wolverine," because we didn't know anything outside of when you know all of his Australian stuff, and a lot of his stuff came from like being in in uh, in plays and things mm-hmm. like that. So, yep. classically we, trained we actor. Almost, we almost need another like nobody to play him
0: schedule wise would know, be I've great
1: heard, i've heard daniel radcliffe yep um which i don't agree with <laughs> I, I don't his body type isn't uh one that that could get that uh that beefy
0: he could get there but it's the face i mean you're not he yeah. just doesn't have a wolverine face to me i i, I see johnny glucky being um did you see that picture i just sent you josh yeah yep oh yeah he's hairy bastard too he can be so yeah you could uh yeah you could definitely hey i mean he could do it he could do it i mean shit though isn't he isn't he about jackman's age by now (laughs) he's maybe not no he's younger obviously but not to say i mean he looks age-wise he looks great like yeah i think totally could totally could work they really need to go to the, the source material more you know, give us the Wolverine from that. But, um, yeah.
1: And do we want to go with somebody that's a little bit shorter? Yeah, I do. The height,
0: right? I think it would be really cool for fights, especially, you know, just yeah. bat shit crazy. Not like looking down at the bad guys or anything like that. I mean, you know, they can use camera trickery and stuff, but I, I do right. like that idea. Like, he's shorter than Scott um, Summers, you know, and... All that, so well, can
1: we finally get a Scott Summers that's a leader?
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. The yeah, the, yeah, you know, the hmm, I'll say one thing about uh Dark Phoenix, uh, that was kind of enjoyable. There was a fight on a train, they're all, all doing their own fights, you know, fighting other people with their powers, and that was a great X Men moment. I thought the guy playing them. Did a decent job, but yeah, I don't really think it was the actor's fault. I think it was the material. And yeah, he went the original Cyclops, um, was it James, is it Marsden? Yeah, James Marsden just went out like Marshall. a bitch in uh, last stand. That was terrible what they did to well, him.
2: Brian Singer really didn't know what to do with the character, clear. I mean, he
0: yeah. didn't
1: really know what to do with him, and so he just he was so boring.
0: Yeah, he was, he was
1: he was uh, not a leader. I mean, he had a few clips but I think the the main focus was Wolverine, you know?
0: It became that, yeah, because yeah, Jackman was so damn good. And, yeah, it became the Wolverine films kind of, and, you know... Um,
1: and it was uh, the kid
2: from Ready Player One that played him yes. in the uh, yeah. latter yeah. series of movie. Yeah, he but was decent,
0: but, yeah, they just...
2: Tail. Or Ty Sheridan.
0: Yes, yeah, he, he did a pretty good job, but I still like James Marsden. I like the actor, and I like the look. I just, yeah, what he was given... He definitely could have been, you know, um, more there. Uh, well,
2: unfortunately, James Marsden is only allowed to play opposite uh, CGI. No Tucker shit, Savage. right?
0: Hop, Sonic 1, 2.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a embarrassing. Hey,
0: I mean, if it, if it works. I mean, he's done some good shit, too. I mean, he's been in some stuff. But, yeah, and I, I think Last Stand, that wasn't directed by Singer. And I think... They were doing Superman yeah, was, Returns at the time, and he was in that film. That was, so I think uh, they had to get rid of him, so he could, you know, he, he wasn't available yeah. longer.
2: That was a Brett Ratner that did. Uh, yeah. Oof. Last Stand.
0: Best thing about that movie was the trailer. That's that's it. I, I walked out of there like one. It wasn't long enough, and two, why in the third act of all these films they kill everybody you love? Practically, you know, it's just stupid. But the yeah.
1: future past though was a hell of a
0: movie. That was a great comeback, and yeah, yeah. I, I really thought we were off to the races again, and nope, yeah. nope, we we stalled. But I mean, you know, got some great actors actors cast, but it just again wasted. So
1: well, it well, number one, they took a they took a great actor, but wrong for the role and stuck him in there as apocalypse and mm-hmm. apocalypse should have been like a, a brolin kind of thing you know i mean yeah at least they made brolin true to character well,
0: well it, or at least do camera tricks like the um the mind scene of them fighting that was apocalypse right. i mean he's huge and it's like where was that guys like
1: yeah i mean where the was the muscles where was the yeah the look and the feel of the costume and
0: right fun? Exactly. So
1: it was, because uh, I had to look it up, because I was like, who played
2: Apocalypse? It was Oscar Isaac, the guy that's yeah. played Moon Knight that yeah. played Apocalypse. I didn't even know. I had no idea.
0: Oh well, yeah, and that's something else we can talk about. I, I just realized the Super Bowl trailer dropped um, between the last show and this show. And I, I, one thing I took from the trailer, like, I, I'm super invested to see it. I think it's going to be maybe the very first Disney Plus show that's really, like, you know, stellar it's on all cylinders like i didn't hate the other ones but um i i don't know if there, any of them has been really a home run yet i think this one feels more cinematic maybe because of the people involved but that scene so where you uh, yes moon knight? moon knight yeah that scene where he comes down in his cape like i love that because i am a batman yeah. fan obviously so i was like that's cool I, I like that but yeah what do you guys feel about moon knight
2: so i'm a huge moon knight fan uh, always like ever since like reading you know his ser- like collecting his series in like the nineties. Um, I'm super stoked for this. I, I think the tailor the trailer looks really good. I think he looks good. I think they're playing up the the kind of the psychological uh, aspect of it. You know, with his psychotic breaks and his multiple personalities. Um, so no, I'm I think they're gonna do it justice. It looks really good
0: that's cool yeah yeah i hope so I yeah i'm not i'm yeah luckily i don't know the material so i guess if if it fails to deliver on that front i probably won't even know but (laughs) we'll see yeah i mean i'm sure it's gonna be something special and i wonder how far they'll go with things but yeah are you excited for it too mitch i am yeah
1: i uh, I can't wait to see although i feel like um, the meme community kind of ruined it a little bit because they added their own little quips that made it sound like he was kind of like a Deadpool to a degree.
0: Oh yeah. I I don't
1: think he is. Yeah. I never got, I've never gotten
2: a, so there was a time, you know, you go back far enough. There was a time where he was sort of a, a Batman light
1: Mm -hmm. character. Yeah.
2: Uh, and then they really started to, to, to play with again, the, the, the mental illness aspect of it. Uh, and it made the character a lot more interesting. And so uh, I, I think that that's what they're going with here. I never got a quippy Deadpool vibe from the character
1: whatsoever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people are thinking that that's what's going to be. So I hope that they're not
0: you disappointed. Know, I bet they just saw the white eyes. And, you know, some people just don't put much thought into things. They're like, hey, Deadpool had white eyes, too. So there you go. They're Deadpool. <laughs> You know, yeah, uh, I do like the wide eye thing. I, I, it looks really interesting. Like, it could really play with the mind. It, it seems like it's going to, um, yeah, something to make you think and, yeah, just kind of dissect. Like, what the hell did I just see? Like, I don't know if it'll be easy to follow. You know, might have to take a free a couple rewatches, Who knows? But, um, yeah, I mean, Marvel, Marvel's got a lot of cool stuff coming. You know, just. Uh, like Thor: Love and Thunder, there's a poster that was released. And I think it's legit, and that trailer should be dropping soon. And I'm, I'm almost willing to bet that the Batman this weekend, Marvel will choose that time to drop the trailer. You know, it seems like they always drop it when DC's got something, something big. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. well, let's pull this out of our ass. Here you go, here you go, DC. Yeah,
2: when does uh when does the movie come out? Is it this summer or fall?
0: Uh Love and Thunder?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, um I think it's summer. I think it is summer. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, it looks
2: like July July eighth is what I'm seeing here. Okay. Yeah. Um I'm surprised we haven't gotten a trailer.
0: Uh, we've really gotten anything except the toys have released and not always the toys are accurate. I, I get that, but I am enjoying what I've seen. Uh like Natalie Portman's figure looks pretty badass. It looks really close to the the comic character of uh I don't know if she is called Lady Thor, but she's got a a helmet and a mask in one cuz it was it's supposed to be mysterious like who she is. So I'm sure it's going to deviate a lot from the comic storyline. It's pretty dark. Like I don't know if you've ever followed it both of you, but uh Jane Foster's mm-hmm. got like cancer, I believe, right? And she Yes. With the powers, yep. the powers give her the cancer or they, they, they slow, they, they slow the process, right? Is that what they, what it does? Something like that. I
2: believe. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. I don't see I them
0: tackling that. it that way, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, there's been an on, you know, onset photos and Portman looks like she is definitely put some time it in the did. gym.
1: She's getting beefy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just working
0: out. Yeah. I'm happy, though, because it's like she gives oh, yeah. a damn. She's not phoning this in. Uh, you know, when they announced it at the con event, she it seemed like she had trouble holding that hammer. <laughs> and, you know, it just didn't seem like she was excited to do it. But, you know, um, she must be very well invested. And I, I think it could be really, really cool for her. You know, she's like an action hero now. And. Uh I, I do like the armor. And, you know, I always loved Thor's helmet, especially in the first Thor film. And I was really bummed when they didn't keep that going. But I learned to accept it. But, you know, Loki always wore his pretty much. So I was like, oh, that first Thor film, he had that nice big helmet. And I was like, oh, that looks so badass. But chucked it right away, yeah. you know, after the formal thing they were having in the film. And then we got something close when uh, Ragnarok came out. He had that smaller version. Pretty simple. It was like a you know for battle, he lost that quick. But yeah, I wonder how long (laughs) Shere Helmet will last in the movie. You know how they do it with these stars; it's very quick, especially like Iron Man and Black Panther. You know, it's like you know it just pixelates off their face (laughs) every every two minutes (laughs) or so. But um, so
2: I, I know several people on this podcast even are we're torn on. With Thor Ragnarok on the level of humor, yeah, that was introduced. I liked it. I liked the level of humor, and I hope that that Taika Waititi maintains that in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that, so that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah,
0: I, 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 think I so. yeah, yeah, I liked, I liked uh, Ragnarok. It was it was refreshing, definitely, from the last Thor. Um,
2: well, I mean, because the, the Dark World was completely forgettable. Um, yeah,
0: sadly, kind of was. Yeah. There was, you know, a cool moment with Loki on the uh, on the ship. They were flying out of Asgard, but they didn't even... The Warriors 3, man, I, I just wish they would have gotten more uh, more of their due. I think that was the only thing I didn't like about Ragnarok was it, it so much stuff was lost in that film, and it was kind of hard to sometimes for humor to be interjected right away, but Infinity War made up for anyone's critiques on that because, man, the first, what, five, ten minutes? Probably ten minutes. Holy shit. That, you know, when they sell off at of Ragnarok, like, we're going to Earth. <laughs> and on a dime, it's yeah. like, oh, despair. Everyone's getting killed, and Hulk loses. And, yeah, so, um, but I did love, well, I love the introduction of, of Hulk. You know, uh, he had, he talked. He had more of a personality. And then, of course, we got Smart Hulk from Endgame. But, um yeah, I, I, Lord, Love and Thunder. I'm very excited about. I think it. I think it'd be pretty damn cool. And Guardians are in it, so it's kind of a Guardians of the Galaxy, what 2.5 or.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, because the, the next the film they have next, which which I think is filming now or maybe is finished. James Gunn did that. He came back as director, so that I think that's the last of that. So, uh, I like. That's the good thing about these. Um, bigger level films as you you can, you know, like Doctor Strange, for instance, Doctor Strange 2 is going to be out soon. I already felt like we got in Doctor Strange 2 just because he's, you know, shown up a couple more times, you know, in the uh, yeah. both Avenger films. And I love that. I think that's really cool.
2: Anything else on that Doctor Strange trailer that you guys want to
0: point out? Or I would love to see a lot of people. have Been wanting uh, John Krasinski as uh, Reed Richards, uh, and maybe Emily Blunt. I would love, and this is not my idea. I heard it from others, and I was like, oh, I'd love to see that. But maybe he would be on the council, the Illuminati, because there are other people there. So yeah, that would Illuminati, be interesting.
2: The one, the Illuminati. The one I always think of is the one that had you know uh, Reed Richards iron man um uh uh, Mm namar namor um i'm trying to think of who else was on it um
0: xavier right
1: professor x was always Professor. yeah professor x um
0: yeah is superior iron man
1: always on there or was it originally tony stark i think it was originally tony stark okay
0: I want Tom Cruise to be Iron Man for this. I think it'd be really cool because he almost was Iron Man. And it's just cool to see it in action, like a what if, if you will. And you can't, you know, even if you're you're not a huge fan of his or whatever for, you know, any reason, um, you still get to see like a different take on it. And it's not like you don't have to accept it as this is my Iron Man, you know. Um, But I I do kind of feel like maybe we'll get Chris Evans as a human torch again. That would be kind of cool, you know? It, it just, yeah, it would be cool. Just because, you know, he's grown so much since then. Or hell, maybe Michael B. Jordan. I mean, shit, he, he was yeah. Human Torch as well. So I don't know if they'll bring any of those Fantastic Fours in. But, yeah, man, I, I'm just excited. I know in the poster there's broken glass and every piece has, like, an image in it. Captain Carter's shield has been found in yeah. one of those images. So I would be awesome oh, to yeah. see him. yeah, um, Britain. Yeah, well, they call her Captain Carter. He is Cap- he is Captain Burton, I think, in the comics. But this is like a not to say there isn't one, but this is like Peggy Carter as the cat. It was one of those what if yeah. uh, episodes, which that'd be cool to see Haley Atwell donned in the suit and with a shield. Like that'd be badass. Uh, you know, I don't know would if it'd, be cool I don't know if it'd be live action or not. Because some people have thought, well, maybe they'll cross into the animated world of the what ifs, and that's just what that dimension looks like or whatever. So. Who knows? I mean, I, as long as it's done well, like um, Sam Raimi directing it, I, I hope he, I hope he brings his old school um, skills to it. You know, not like a, a weathered director who's kind of well, like, ugh. Gosh. That's Sam you know. Raimi
1: did No Way Home, so.
0: Well, no, actually, it was um, John Waltz. John Waltz. Oh, okay. Sorry.
2: I was gonna say, what was the last thing that Sam Raimi directed? Um, hmm. I know processing (laughs) (laughs) was it was drag me to hell the last movie he directed
0: did he direct or produce that i can't remember which
2: oh he might have just he might have just produced it no i think he directed it i think he directed it did he that was actually one of those more enjoyable horror movies i thought
0: yeah 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 it was uh You know, he might have, I think he directed some Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's not, you know, a film, but he did direct some episodes of that. Processing. Processing. (laughs) Oh, Oz the Great and Powerful. That was 2013. I forgot about that one.
2: I Uh, don't even know what that is.
0: It was a prequel to The Wizard of Oz. It was kind of forgettable. Um,
2: I never even heard of that.
0: (laughs) But he's done a lot of TV, basically. So, yeah, this this Doctor Strange brings him back to a, you know, huge movie world territory. So, yeah. I yeah. I hope it's good. I, I really, I could really see this movie being trippy as hell. I mean, I hope the it. The trailer, the yeah.
2: trailers, and even the second trailer looks interesting. It looks fantastic. Yeah,
0: it does. Yeah, I, I hope it delivers on that. And, yeah, I, I would love to see all these cameos. As long as it's done just right, you know, just kind of like No Way Home was done. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. I, I'm excited about that one. Hopefully, it works out. Um, Stranger Things uh, season four is coming out very soon. They released some posters. Uh, many characters are splitting up on these posters, so it's really um, interesting. The artwork they're using and locations. It's also been renewed for yeah. season five, which will be the finale or the final season. You know, for now until these kids grow up probably, and then they'll go after it again. But yeah, we're what are you guys thoughts on Stranger Things? Um too soon to go or excited, all that stuff?
1: God I haven't watched since season two. I hate to admit that. <sighs> well and I,
2: and I think <laughs> That's that all right. the la the, the time between season four and season three, I think it's not doing them any favors. No. Um I think there's just too much been too much time in between. Mm. Uh to where I, I almost need to go back and watch season three just to know Right. Remember what happened? Yeah. Um I'm, i mean I'm looking forward to it and, and I mean at this point these kids are not even kids anymore. They're all you know I think their parents are close <laughs> to it. Yeah. And so and so I don't know as they get into like season 5 if they're going to like time jump or anything like that or you know maybe what they're going to do storytelling wise but
0: Yeah. I mean yeah, we had the pandemic so that slowed things down too. Um yeah. I, last time I saw 3 was, I think, two years ago when it came out. I binged yeah. it in a day. did not mean to. But, man, that thing wore me out.
2: And it looks like a chunk of this one's going to take place in Russia. Um, cool. Good is, timing, right? Yeah, I was going to say, it, that's odd <laughs> considering the, the current events.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. That uh, it is what it is. Well, yeah. I, I don't want to give it away, Mitch. But, yeah, see, you got to see season 3. It's it's pretty crazy. Okay. And, yeah, the the finale. Oh, man. It's... It's pretty awesome. But yeah, I'm excited, and I don't necessarily think it'll end, end, but yeah, I'm definitely for them taking. I mean, hell, maybe they'll do a movie down the road, you know, bring them all back. Their kids are. Or, that's
1: a good idea. Well, and it's almost
2: one of those shows where it could even evolve into like almost a type of anthology where maybe you follow some different characters mm-hmm. doing something different. Right. It still kind of has the same vibe. Exactly. So. It doesn't necessarily, you know, not kind of like an American horror story, but maybe not. Yeah, not quite. But um, I mean, there's a lot of things you could do with it uh, beyond this set of characters that we've been following.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. There's a lot more things they could they could do, and yeah, they've been really good at introducing new characters each season, you know. And yeah, now they have like four posters worth of all these characters that are you know on their own journey. Probably, you know, all going to the same uh, destination, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I, I think it'll be great. It's been cool to see these kids grow up. It's crazy that is it Bobby uh, Millie Brown, is that her name? Um, who played 11? Yeah, so, freaking 18 now. It's crazy. It's like, man, these kids just grew the hell up quick, but um, she's a good actress, and yeah, they've all had uh, Finn Wolfhard was in Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I think, you know, some others are getting pretty decent jobs. So, yeah, I'm um, anxious to see more from Stranger Things. I think it is it is a good time to just, you know, end it for now. Uh, obviously, this is like two years down the road probably, and who knows, maybe something else will come up. Like, oh, we got to renew it again because, <laughs> oh, how, we got to explain that. Huge, huge show, lots of success, and just captured everything great about the 80s with those type of shows and movies. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's a lo- it's a nice love letter to that time, and I definitely like when they reintroduce things. Um, that you know, uh, current kids, current generations are like, Oh, that's cool, you had that, or <laughs> you know, some of them like to claim, like, they, you know, oh, the snap ons are ours, it's like, no, 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 <laughs> that's from our no, childhood, that was the 90s, man. Yeah, that was 90s for sure. Yeah, well. <laughs> Uh, another thing that's... Well, it's wrapped and probably not coming back afterwards for a bit. Uh, Indiana Jones 5. Uh, yes. Frank Marshall, the producer of all, all the films, indie films, has um, announced that, yeah, production has wrapped. And he put like a picture of a hat that says Indy on it. So some people are like, oh, shit, they're going to call it Indy? But I, I think it's just a production name, you know, hopefully. I don't know. So are you excited about another Indiana Jones? You think it'll write the wrong of the last film
1: well if it follows the rule that all indie films have have followed uh the odd number films are always better than the even number so yes i would certainly hope so and it sounds like uh they're going back through to form and having some uh, nazis in the movie so yeah i think it's going to be good
2: i'm a sucker for the franchise uh so because of that um I actually blocked the fourth out of my memory. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> the one, it does not exist. It's a coaster. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely uh, definitely looking forward to uh, to this fifth one.
0: Yeah, I I hope it's a good send off. Sadly, you know, I wish. I mean, gosh, if they would have made it sooner. We probably would have got a sixth one. But Harrison Ford, you'll be you'll be 80 by the time it comes out. I think so. He's damn near yeah. you know close. So yeah, I mean we don't know what's happening with this film. Like if it's going to be a send off or, you know, uh, passing the torch, whatever. Uh, what do you, do you guys think they should recast like a bond or do you think, um, just continue the story, I guess, or just, or just stop it.
2: I would. So I would rec- I would continue the story, but still recast it. Indiana is not even his real name. So anyone could, could, uh, you know, give, be given the, the nickname, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I think that it's one of those where you could easily recast it, keep, you know, not even not even James Bond it where you start all over again, but keep the story going. Uh, bring it into more modern times, uh, you know, where it's not necessarily about fighting Nazis. You know, maybe a, there is a Cold War aspect to it. and you bring yeah. them into Like the 60s and the 70s. Um so I think there's there's a lot you can still do with it, uh, sure. without without you know going back to the beginning and starting all over.
0: Right.
1: Well, and I think um, I know a lot of people have talked about it in the past, but um, the um oh I don't know why I'm I'm forgetting his name right now, but the guy who plays in um, Chris Pratt. Yes. Yep. You. The one that everyone wants to be, the new Indiana Jones. I I think he's got the goofiness, and he's definitely got the action ability. And I think he could pull it off
0: extremely well.
2: And based on how he dresses in Jurassic World, he's got the wardrobe. Right. I mean,
0: it's not a (laughs) threat. The knockoff becomes the actual person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe the the Holy Grail uh, juice finally kicked in, and he just, you know... Got younger, you could do that yeah, too. I was
2: so glad that they didn't decide to do this with Shia LaBeouf because, right, no one
0: wants to see that. <laughs> yeah, I think right. a lot of people in the theater when that hat blew away and he picked it up, you know, in the in the fourth one that doesn't exist, Jonah. Um, people were like, "No, yeah, he he's about ready to put him. it on, no." <laughs> <laughs> and then he grabbed it out of him like, "Give me that damn hat!" That was the fans right there like, "No." Not yours. I hope they bring short round back. I think that would be cool. Just kind of like bring it all full circle, you know.
1: That would people. be cool.
0: Too bad, you know, Connery's not with us. Um, still around when the last one came out, but yeah, he was well retired from that. So yeah, I'm excited. I, I'll definitely be there for it. I'm sure it's gonna be better than the last one. Um, that was such a letdown. So such a bummer. <laughs> I was so amped to see that and couldn't well, believe it. Was it.
1: It was one of those Spielberg things where he's like, "Ooh, technology! Look what I can do!" And it just didn't. It, Indiana's never been about you know flashy CGI stuff. It's always been about practical action scenes, and right. that's where they made the mistake. They tried to do too much with it. The CGI in that was it really took you out of the film. Mm-hmm. It, it, did.
0: Was it was bad, goofy, it too. Was not
2: good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that was uh, you know um, Lucas. Sadly, I, I believe you know I think he had a strong push on that, because if you look at the prequels now, I'm not talking about the writing, but just, you know, his experiment with digital backgrounds and stuff, it really stands out now, and it's like, it just wasn't the time, and yeah, I think he wanted to interject that with that film, and also, it was a big mess behind the scenes, you know, they went through so many scripts, ideas, and I think they all just kind of started to settle with what Lucas wanted, that's why we got the Crystal Skulls, so I hear it
2: blows my mind, it blows my mind that they go through when you say things like oh they went through all of these scripts and then what they ended up with was that yeah it is, yeah it's, bana- it's bananas to me
0: yeah I think it's because Lucas didn't want didn't like those scripts and so they're like I think Ford and Spielberg I I feel they were just like we just want to make this damn film. Well, I'm bringing D back, so yeah, we'll just do the freaking skull one, and uh, that's what happened. But yeah, if the effects were top notch, definitely would have been you know easier to take, but yeah, it's just yeah, because I don't think the writing was terrible, but yeah, just the effects, you know, that was the just what took you out of it. It was good, yeah,
1: it, but the effects are what really took you out of it, and the fact yeah. that they hired a damn Shia LaBeouf who was way out of his league in in that type of a movie. Mm -hmm. It just didn't play well. And then, you know, you hear about some of the other iterations that they were toying around with, like, you get to meet Indy's brother, was Kevin Costner. You know, that would have been fun.
0: Oh, yeah, that would have been super... Yeah, it would have been like another Connery uh, moment, you know? Bring a big actor in and play a sibling or relative. There's so many great ideas that never get to see the light of day, sadly. And... It's always uh, intriguing when you find out, you know, like, and just kind of like, ah, oh, damn it. That would have been so good. Why, why right. did I do that? Uh, um, yeah, I'd like to talk about the next Christopher Nolan film, uh, Oppenheimer. This is uh, this is pretty exciting to me. Uh, he's broken away from Warner Brothers. He's producing this film for uh, Universal. So this is like a, a, a big new thing for him. It's obviously a biopic of Dr. J. Robert Oppenheimer. He was one of the fathers of the atomic bomb. Got a great, great quote out there. I think he's quoting some, someone else, but it's just, it's so haunting what he recites. And they actually used it for the Godzilla teaser trailer. And it's just, it's just haunting. It's very effective, but it's actually a live recording of him. You know, talking about he's the he's become the destroyer, he's become death, something like that. Cillian Murphy, uh, he's pretty much been in all of Nolan's films. He's playing Oppenheimer. There's a great image they've revealed of him in character. It looks great. It's black and white. Uh, I'm not sure if the movie will be black and white. That'll be interesting. I'm not sure, but... uh, I think
1: it would be awesome if it was in black and white. I think
0: it would be, too. Actually, I think... Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, you would lose the colorfulness of the atomic bomb scenes, but still, it might be even more haunting to see that in black and white. So, yeah. But
1: well, what if it was all in black and white leading up to...
0: That's a good idea. Sherlock. I like that. Like a Wizard of Oz. That would... Oh, fuck. That would be really good, man. Yeah. Mitch, you need to write them right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, dude. Yeah. That would and be... This, yeah. Uh,
2: Nolan, with Nolan's love for, you know, playing with temporal realities in his films, it's a... It's a perfect subject matter for him to yeah. take oh, on. Yeah, so yeah it's, it's right up his
0: wheelhouse. It's got a big cast. you got Robert Downey Jr. I'm excited about that. Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, who was the new Black Widow. Uh, Rami Malek, he just played the Bond villain. Josh Hartnett, Jack Quaid, which Jack Quaid, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He He's a great yeah, actor. And,
2: uh, it's Dennis Quaid's son, right? Yes,
0: and Meg oh, Ryan's wow. son. Yep. He's on The Boys right now, and he's also yeah, yeah, yeah. doing a Star Trek Lower Decks. He's you know providing a voice for the animation, and he was in the latest Scream, which I didn't see, but um, heard it was uh, I decent. Saw,
2: I saw, yeah. That's one of the... I've seen a, quite a few movies in the theaters over the last few weeks, and that was one of them. And, uh,
0: Pretty solid. That
2: franchise... The franchise is kind of a guilty pleasure for yeah. me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it is as entertaining as the rest. Nice. I mean, it, it's... It did not disappoint me, but again,
0: first one's the, the best, right? Time. I mean, would you agree? First one,
2: I would, well, yeah, because it was so different and original at the time. It was, um, yeah. And, and you know, when you get to this fifth installment, it's very much like all the others.
0: I still want to see it. And I, I heard, yeah, I heard decent and it made a lot of money, so that's that's good. Yeah, he was in it, so I kind of when I saw he was in it, I was like. Maybe this is pretty good. (laughs) Even though he's kind of... He's just an actor, right? But I I think so far he's attached himself to some good projects. So I'm sure it paid well. I enjoyed it. But yeah, you also got Matthew Modine in this film and Kenneth Branagh. So they're shooting this on IMAX. So that's going to be something to see. That's um, coming out July 21st, 2023. So it'll be super interesting because with Dunkirk, no one still did his own thing, you know, It wasn't, he he doesn't really make a movie by traditional standards. So I'm super interested to see his take on Oppenheimer. Like, you know, he's going to play around with some shit, right? Because Dunkirk, I was Mm -hmm. so. I had to actually watch it, uh, Craig dissect it afterwards because I didn't understand what the hell was happening. I liked it, but the whole different times, you know, overlapping and, you know, the futures first and the past, it was just odd. I don't know if you guys saw Dunkirk, but. You know, it had oh yeah, I, it watched, wasn't like yeah. You know,
2: I watch, I watch Dunkirk all the time. It
0: wasn't uh, in like, order, I, it's, <laughs> yeah.
2: It's one of my favorites. And oh it, yeah, it did take me a while. It was like halfway through the movie, and I was like, I started to like piece it together, and I'm yeah, like, oh okay, this happens here and here, right? But it's it's one of those where if, I think if that was any other movie, I probably would have been really annoyed. Yeah, it was just because of you forgave them the because of the simple plot. Yeah was able to do that and it, it made it just as interesting without me being lost now exactly like his like tenant is one that I just I struggle with that movie I struggle with yes like under understanding it and I also had a problem with I don't know if it was the theater I was in but when, I only saw it once and I could barely hear what anyone was saying and the the music was so loud
0: oh shit um, really
2: and and it made it difficult to really to, to follow, and then it was one of those I, I saw it with my wife and we got she's like I didn't get it and I was like I, I can't
0: explain
2: it to you because I don't get it either so right I don't
0: know. oh yeah and that was the, that was the first film back after the pandemic they were really hoping it would revitalize the the theater and stuff the industry and yeah um, I did buy that without seeing it and it looks great. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell's going on. It looks fantastic. Like, it's shot beautifully. <laughs> the effects are great. I love the actors. Don't know what the hell I'm seeing. And I didn't even watch it all the way through. So I need to try and see it again. But, I, you know, I just kind of put it in. And I was like, my brain's not ready for this right now. And so I kind of just did some other things <laughs> while it played. But, yeah. uh, Mitch, did you ever see Tenet? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I love Tenet. Do um, you? That's. That is one of those rare movies where you got to watch it over and over again to find <laughs> yeah. the sense of it. But I would it's... say, Mitch, you'll you'll have to give me like the Cliff's Notes version of it
2: sometime. Oh yeah. Uh, or or maybe like we should like watch it as a group and you can do
1: commentary and break it down for us. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta watch it several several times for it to totally make sense. And then once it does make sense, you're like, wow. I mean, you know, he starts out just. Uh, you know as a, as a regular guy like doing some undercover work and then you realize that you know there's like a forward and a backward uh to time and that they've figured out how to do it but in order to do it you basically have to sell your soul and and all that stuff yeah it's it's sci-fi mixed with some real thriller stuff it's uh what was nolan's first film what was that memento oh, no, yep or like that? memento the, yeah. yeah, and, and there might have been one before that, but Memento
2: is like his first big one. Right.
1: Yeah, and that's the one that deals with like sleep and sleep paralysis. I mean, it, it goes into a real depth there, but I think in order to kind of understand where Tenet's coming from, you kind of have to have watched that movie first just to kind of realize that things are going to jump around a whole bunch until the very end of the movie, and then it'll finally make sense.
0: Right. I li- I liked what I saw, but I just was like... What the hell? What's going on? <laughs> I'll yeah. just yeah, give the, you a call, the, Mitch, when yeah, I watch it again. The
2: yeah, <laughs> visuals were good. The action sequences were good. I thought Robert Pattinson was awesome. He is. He's right? a good actor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it he was It was, just, was one of,
1: I do need to watch. Him. He was yeah. auditioning for Batman when you were making that movie.
0: Really? I know we're going back to Batman a little bit, but I think he's going to do great. I, I think people just yeah. need to look, look past those Twilight films for what they were. They were just, you know. I did the you know, moment I
1: saw him in the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. I realized that he was a far better actor than anybody that was in the Twilight series. <laughs> like I was like, "Yeah, hey, what in the hell is this?" Because he's way way better. Twilight series is, was really a product of its time. Yeah, I don't
2: think as a yeah. whole. I don't think that that series has aged very well. No,
0: no. Um, well, a lot of good actors in much, it.
1: It was very much, yeah, but it was just very much of its time. Yeah, and so. It, it falls within the same timeline of the Hunger Games and Divergent. Yes, it, it, that's that's the uh, the kind of the feel they were going for, and it's funny because you know Divergent never made it to the three movies that uh, the Hunger Games and, and Twilight and all that stuff did. But yeah, it, it's very you know love story, lady finds himself. You know, and mm-hmm. this there's a battle and all that stuff. But, you
0: know. <laughs> right. And
1: my
2: my favorite of those types of movies, you know, based on those types of books, my favorite
1: series was The Maze Runner. Oh, I've never seen that one.
0: I think I saw the first I, one. It's I, pretty good.
2: I liked that that series. Um, I thought that they were good. I don't know that I saw the third one, but the first two I, I liked.
0: Yeah, I think I saw the first one, and then yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think people were kind of surprised about how good it was, <laughs> and then yeah, I just never got back to him, but yeah, um, Pattinson, he he's yeah, he's very talented, and I, I yeah, I think uh, he really to me, I don't know why, but he looked like a young um, uh, Alan Rickman in Tenant. I, I don't know because of his hair; it was kind of just like a blonde. Uh, just looked like a young Alan Rickman. I don't know why. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, but I was like, man, he just kind of, you know, if he had a beard, I, I would put him in Die Hard. You know, I think I would. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> all I can think about anytime I hear Alan Rickman now is that whole uh, uh, Family Guy episode where he's calling his own uh, voicemail, <laughs> Hello, you have reached. Alan Rickman's phone at 555 <laughs> 2424.
0: Yes. Don't
1: forget to take the meat out of the <laughs> freezer so that it can thaw properly.
0: That's awesome. Oh, man, he's missed. I, I wish she was still with us. Jesus. That's hilarious. I would like a number four, large fry, large coke. (laughs) And what kind of toys do you have?
1: (laughs) Hello, this is Alan Rickman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is John McLean there? Yes. Yes. Uh, You guys, you guys, big Oscar fans. You watch it?
2: Oh Oh, no, No, I haven't watched the Oscars in years.
1: I don't like. I don't like award shows.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of done with them. You know,
1: I haven't, uh, I haven't, I didn't, I didn't even know there was an award show on uh, last Sunday.
0: Oh, the S- SAG? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was that even televised or no?
0: I, I think remember. it was, but it was on cable, I believe. Will Smith won. That's great for King Richard. I'm happy for him. I, I think he's a great actor and. Yeah, he's been nominated three times now, I think, for an Academy Award. So, yeah, you know, yeah, th- the thing is, if you watch if you, if you you watch all the award shows, it kind of gives away what who's going to win what, you know, at the Oscars. And sometimes it doesn't, but...
2: The last Academy Awards show I watched was when Fargo won.
0: Oh, my... What?
2: <laughs> wow. That's like so 94. That what, 90, 96, maybe? Maybe, 96? yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, you kind of left at a good time then. You know, everyone complains it's always a long show, so the Academy finally decided to make some changes. Um, and now they're going to present awards uh, for eight categories, pre-taped, and then they will edit them down and throw them into the live broadcast. People are in an uproar about it because, yeah, it, it kind of sucks if you're one of those categories, I guess. But, uh, f- for instance, it's eight categories, documentary, film editing, makeup and hairstyling, music, production design, short film animated short film live action so you know uh, their goal is to make the f- uh, show shorter so i understand them trying something new uh, last year's oscar and probably years years before you know the ratings have just been going down and they haven't had a host for a while so they're finally <laughs> having a host come back but they have three hosts amy schumer wanda sykes and regina hall so, oh, that's
2: another reason I won't watch. It, so <laughs> don't get me started on Amy Schumer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was kind of shocked myself, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll always see the Oscars. That's kind of like my Super Bowl, but yeah, it gets predictable and it can be anyway. But um, yeah. The- well,
1: and and I think you know the problem is is that you know there's a lot of these movies that we're all kind of sitting here going, what. Why did that one win? Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, artistically out of the norm for a, a lot of the, the you know, average moviegoers mm-hmm. that were just like, okay, um, cool. Yeah. There they it became so self-deprecating about, you know, the fact that all these celebrities were basically going to a show to pat each other on the back that it was just kind of like, all right, cool.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. if some if yeah. some don't win, they leave. So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it usually is a, like, especially for like
2: best picture. It's like a bunch of movies I've never heard of. Right. Yeah.
0: Occasionally, there's it some is. that are popular that make it through, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Rarely. I Rarely. love Titanic. Yes.
1: Like here's a movie that made over a billion dollars, but this uh, little new film—that's <laughs> the one that you know we should really pay attention to
0: right right yeah now. yeah I, I I do like the um I do like the award show it, it's my favorite one I don't know how recently it is because there's so many other ones that probably do it better but um yeah it's like yeah you always scratch your head at some of these films because uh, the other thing is you don't get the opportunity to see them because they don't really make it into the mainstream you kind of have to go find them and you know yeah. some of them just get way into things and He's just kind of like, "What the hell? Why? Why did this win?" <laughs> you know. Um, yeah,
2: I'm looking at the nominees for this year's. Mm-hmm. I've seen two of these
0: movies. So that's your—that's what you're voting for, then. <laughs> so what, yeah. what are the
2: movies that are up for Oscar? Do you know. So for Best Picture, it looks like Nightmare Alley, which I watched that with uh, Bradley Cooper. Um, Deserved. Don't uh, don't look up. Okay. Uh, which was the Netflix one with mm-hmm. DiCaprio. I like that one. I I love that movie. I thought that movie was great.
0: Yeah, uh, it's. Dune. It's, yep. Uh,
2: Dune is? Which I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I didn't end up even watching Dune, so it looks good. I want to see it. I just haven't committed to it. I enjoyed yet.
0: it. I saw Nimax. Wow. Uh, it was good.
2: Drive My Car. Don't know what that is. Uh, uh, I Belfast. I saw the trailer for that.
0: That's um, supposed to be pretty good. Yeah.
2: Licorice Pizza.
0: Heard mixed things on Paul that.
2: Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson film, which I really got to be in the mood for Paul Thomas Anderson. And <laughs> I'm not usually. <laughs> Power of the Dog. Not heard of that one.
0: Haven't either. Uh,
2: West Side Story, uh, which I've heard of it. Uh, King Richard and Coda. Huh. I think Coda was the one that won at the SAG Awards, wasn't it?
0: Yes, I believe so. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
2: I've seen, like, two of those
0: movies. A lot of those are, like, kind of mainstream, you know, uh, uh, stream. A couple of them are, yeah. 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 So they're easy to see. HBO, I mean, a lot of those are on streaming services right now, so you have the benefit of seeing them before the awards show. Yeah. That does help. Um, Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'll see the show. I, I, I wonder if it'll be more entertaining, having it be shorter. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, the heyday. Make
1: the, fun again, you know.
0: Yeah, I miss well Billy Crystal in his prime. You know, I, those were great right. um, hosting gigs, and yeah, um, lately they've just had some hosts that just didn't they didn't really work. So, drive my car. That's supposed to be really good, actually.
2: Is that? I'm assuming that is that a foreign film? I presume.
0: Yes. Yep. Okay. It is. Yep. I think it's Japan, maybe. So yeah, okay. they're crossing over. Yeah, just I haven't had the opportunity to see a lot of those, but so yeah, obviously there's been uproar about you know omitting these other um, categories, but yet they're going to be putting them back into the show. It's just you know they're just edited down for time, and uh, you know it'll make the show go by quicker, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's coming March 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ABC. So. Maybe Jonah will tune in. We'll find out. We'll uh, put on a cliffhanger there for everyone. (laughs) We'll pay him to see it. Make it his opinion. Um, Yeah, uh, Jonah, you want to talk about uh, a little-known franchise, I guess, called the uh, Transformers?
2: Yeah, so just (laughs) that the Transformers Rise of the Beasts film was supposed to come out this summer. It's been pushed back to June of 2023. Um, which I think I, you know, before we started recording, I think I said, I'm probably the only one that's like super excited about that. Yes. <laughs> the last night is really hard to watch. Yes. Um, but I actually, I enjoy the majority of the transformer movies. I like the first one. The second one was a victim of the writer strike. So that kind of a different yeah. topic altogether. Yeah. I liked dark of the moon. I even didn't mind age of extinction. Um, as with any Michael Bay film, they're, it's over bloated but yeah uh, the last night was just unwatchable um, sadly <laughs> bumblebee i thought did i thought bumblebee kind of was a nice course correction yeah mm-hmm. so i hope that with this one they kind of stay on that same uh that same trajectory yes we'll see i'm a big fan of the, i'm a big fan of the beast wars property itself i mean i've got the tattoo to prove it
0: <laughs> um, it's
2: it's actually, it's what got me into Transformers in the first place, because I was not usually like a huge fan until, really you know, growing up as a, well, I mean, I had a couple of them as a kid, but we were poor, so I was more go-bots. Cause that's yeah, what all right.
0: <laughs>
2: and I was also Where's a big Joe fan. Where's that movie? I was a big G.I. Joe fan, sure and uh, it wasn't until they stopped making G.I. Joe's in like 94, and then they started, they came out with Beast Wars right around that same time, so I'm at the toy store looking for something to buy oh, this guy turns into a, it's a robot that turns into a gorilla. I love that kind of shit anyway. So <laughs> I was all about it. Yeah. And I, and I just, I've loved it ever since. And so I'm really excited about that, you know, them introducing those characters. And I know I mentioned you got Ron Perlman doing the voice of Optimus Primal. I think that's awesome. That'd be good. Uh, Gary Chalk was the voice of him in the animated series. And it was like I don't know if you guys ever saw that animated series.
1: Oh yeah,
0: a little bit, yeah. But
1: Gary Chalk as the voice of Optimus of Friend was so good, so good. He was. Uh, it, it sounded like him, but it was just enough to be off. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was not Peter Cullen,
2: but it was. Right. I thought it was even better, in my opinion. Uh, but that said uh, Ron Perlman I think will do a great job oh, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it I hope that it, I hope it's not a mess of a story so I hope they keep it somewhat streamlined like bumblebee was we'll see
0: yeah i like bumblebee and but I hope they of that it. way
2: paramount said it's kind of the beginning of a new set of trilo- uh, kind of a new trilogy so we'll see hopefully it does well and uh, people aren't you know, so burnout from the last night garbage that <laughs> they'll be willing to give it a chance,
0: right? Yeah, I yeah, I hope so. No, and no more
2: No, and I might say some shit about like you know Michael Bay movies being bloated. I'm really looking forward to seeing Ambulance. I don't know if you guys have seen that trailer.
0: Oh yeah, yep.
1: But the new it's a Jake Gyllenhaal, and ah, that's just really good. Oh yes, I have seen
2: that. Yes, yeah. And I think that Michael Bay makes some great stuff. I mean, I love Oh, he does. 13 Hours. Um,
0: I like um, Pain and Gain. Is that what that was called? With the Rock,
2: with Mark the Rock, Yeah, that
0: movie yeah. is nuts. But I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I really was surprised by that one. Yeah, he came from doing all the Transformers and then that, and it was just like what. But yeah, I, I did. I did dig that one. He's got yeah, he's got a good eye. But yeah, he gets. You know, two uh, Michael Baye with uh, all these f- big franchise ones, you know, they just all become one. Really, they're not different uh, too much. You know, in the effects, especially that's
2: well. And there's there's just so much, super, uh, you know, superfluous, completely unnecessary, like side plots and yeah. scenes that don't belong there. Yeah. So when you, yeah, it's anyway, not always like that because again, <laughs> some of this stuff is like. You know, I look at like thirteen hours is like a perfect Michael Bay film Yeah. because it's such tight storytelling, and I, and maybe it's because of what he was basing it on.
0: It looked uh, good. I I never did see that, but was it? It you was never good. Saw that one. You I didn't. didn't. It's kind of it. on my list. John Krasinski's in it, right? It yep. Yep. It is good. I need to check that one out. Yeah, I'm. I know he's capable of doing some good stuff, but yeah. The big commercial stuff is kind of like off-putting. You know, once it gets repetitive and predictable, I guess you could say, you know, common common yeah. traits <laughs> that he goes with. But yeah, um, hey, yeah, I look forward to it. I'll, I'm sure I'll, I'll be there for it. Uh, the Last Night was the only one I didn't see in the theaters out of all the Transformer films. And I think it was just because I just didn't get to it. It wasn't like I didn't want to see it. But then, you know, also word of mouth kind of Kinda of hurt the chances there too. So
2: Yeah, and I can't that was the last time and I don't remember another time where I've taken friends to a movie and then apologized right afterwards for making them sit through it.
0: Well at least you didn't see we it before and say, Hey, this is fantastic. You guys are gonna love this thing. It's great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> got out of that movie and I was like, I'm really sorry. Well,
0: and it was a long film, right? Too? Were they like three hours yeah, long yeah. almost?
2: Jeez. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a long one. Uh, oh God! Yeah, it was like two and a half hours long.
0: It was like Anthony Hopkins just took a check, didn't he? That's all he
1: did. Oh <laughs> man!
0: Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll get better, right? It has to. Oh, yeah. People are tired of the same, the same taste. I guess you could say. Check out some recommendations, and then we'll be out of here. I will recommend Jackass Forever. That's is an exquisite piece. Of cinema that, um, yeah, it did not get an Oscar nomination, which is bullshit. Um, no, uh, <laughs> no, I I'm a sucker for these films. Obviously, yeah, it's just turn your brain off, watch some people get hurt. Can't go wrong. Uh, it's been over ten years since the last film, so word of mouth was what really got me to go see it. I, you know, I probably would have waited otherwise, but yeah, it was just fun. It was just fun to sit down and watch some. People do some stupid shit that was entertaining, and they got new additions to I, the cast. It, it, it's they were great additions and memorable. So, uh, yeah, it was a very funny film.
2: So I laughed so hard at that movie. <laughs> there was there was so much dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was. But, but here's but spoiler. Here's why I here, here's why I point that out. Yeah, spoiler. I took my twelve year old son. Oh. But, oh.
0: And there was just, the whole time
2: he's like looking at me And he's just like shaking his head And we got out of there And I was like what was your favorite part And he, he like told me what his favorite bit was And I was like What's your least favorite part And then he was just like everything with a penis <laughs> <laughs> And uh, And then he was like He's like, I am so glad mom didn't come with us to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine a 12-year-old sitting there watching that with his mom next to him? Oh, God. I laughed really hard.
0: Right. Oh, God. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so parent, parent of the year award winner
0: right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, it's probably you know, the last up, scene it- they're going to do with that. Oh, no, it's back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm
2: gonna follow it up by taking him to go see Caligula. <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, it was it was really entertaining. It was great. Um, yeah, me and my wife, you know, had a date night and it was just fun to just you know not have to invest your mind into too much. Just watch people get hurt, and do some crazy shit. Uh, we love the Jackass yeah. franchise, and it was a bummer that you know Bam Majera wasn't there. But under, understand why he wasn't. He's going through a bunch of drug issues and you know Ryan Dunn passed away he died like i think a year after the last film and they were close mm-hmm. so yeah unfortunately um he was going to be in it but he didn't um i guess he broke the the agreement they had with his drug use you know not to just to stay away from that shit so he was you know he was missed um of course Ryan Dunn was as well but it's crazy most of those guys are 50 now isn't that nuts um it's just like, yeah, it, um, wow, it's amazing you guys are still doing this shit. Like, I'd be afraid to have a heart attack, you know? You're getting, like, cattle prod and... Yeah.
2: <laughs> just... I, I bruised my foot stepping out of my house the other day, and I'm walking funny, <laughs> no. let alone the shit that they do. Right. I couldn't even imagine.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I I was like, I'd, I'd be dead if I if I did any of these stunts. Like, how the hell are these guys putting up with this? It's... It's just yeah. crazy. It's crazy, but yeah, it it was great. Uh, new additions to the cast uh, were great, and um, I do worry about the young young big guy because man, um, oh yeah, how is his heart? Jesus, he's just oof.
2: <laughs> enlarged.
0: Oh man, he's yeah. bigger than Preston was, I think. And
2: so I've seen a few movies in theaters, like you know, Jackass. Uh, I mentioned the Scream one
0: already. Yep.
2: we watched we as a family. We did go to see Moonfall. Skip that. Um, I heard, yep. It was, it was really weird. Um, (laughs) especially like the, the scenes where people are talking or having a conversation were so rushed that it was just, it was really weird. The pacing of it was strange. Yeah. Um, and, and there was like dialogue that was straight ripped from like other movies. I was like, that is a, and, and I think my daughter, my son, one of them was like, well, there's. You know, they were playing an homage to it. And I was like, I don't know. It seemed like it was just, like, copy. I mean, like, it did not seem like an homage. I mean, they were straight ripping off the Lost World dialogue. It was very weird. Oh, God.
0: And then
2: there was... What did I say? Oh, my daughter and I went and saw Death on the Nile. uh, Okay. Which, I liked Murder on the Orient Express. And I really... I liked Death on the Nile. My favorite part of Death on the Nile was the wardrobe. The costuming was... So freaking good. It, it, it's worth seeing it for the costumes alone, in my opinion. Like it was it, it was good in terms of that. And I liked the story. So that was great. Right. Awesome.
0: And they did they did a pretty good job. The first one, right? Murder on the Orient, uh with oh, the I costumes. So. Yeah. Pretty pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. So it's just 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 as good you'd say, or is it better or not as good? No,
2: I think this is better. I think that okay. on the Nile, I think the costuming was better on this one.
0: I did like the Orient Express. I love those murder mystery movies, especially like, you know, Knives Out. Now, do you know if there's another book in that series of uh, Kenneth Branagh's character, the 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 detective? Right, he's got the weird mustache and these. Um...
2: Yeah, Her- yeah, uh, Hercule Poirot. But there is uh, forty audiobooks in a single collection, all part of that series. So even at least forty of them.
0: Oh my god! Wow! Wow! I don't know if they will make that many. I didn't know there was that many. That's insane. Did it leave it well? I guess the first one didn't leave it open for another one, right? So did this one leave it open for something else? No,
2: this one. I think this one wrapped it up pretty nicely. Does yeah.
0: it? Okay, it, they're all yeah. they're all standalones, pretty much, sort of, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. And there is a. I found another one that's got fifty short st- fifty stories featuring that character in it. So <laughs> now that I would say there's at least fifty of them. So Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh could be very busy if he wanted to just keep going.
0: he be in his 90s by the time they finish. Yeah. Like
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I
0: can't get up.
2: I watched The King's Man just last night. on. It's on HBO Max now, so I watched that. And like I said before we recorded, I haven't even seen the other two, but I uh, saw this one, and I, I, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah. Well, if you love that,
1: you're going to like the uh, the other two. Excellent
0: definitely the 2014 one that's still my favorite but uh I do admire the Kingsman for uh you know it's it's kind of it's a different movie than the other two in many ways um but it also sets up a lot of things I thought it was shot great um I love the cast definitely had some twists in there I did not see coming and
2: yes I w- <laughs> there was some great there was some great stuff in there I was like did that just happen?
0: Yeah, did not expect it. And then, yeah, I don't want to give it away, but there's an actor they put in there that they didn't really use, and I was kind of shocked. But um, Quicksilver, uh, <laughs> that's your hint. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like the Kingsman series, and I think they are working on a third one of the um, of the ones that came before. So I, I look forward to okay. that. Otherwise, I would be tempted to buy the uh, Best Buy pack they have right now of all three films each um Case has like a nice, um, uh, just a shot on what they're wearing, you know. So like, you know, mm-hmm. this one's got the um, what do you call it, the Miss America thing that goes uh, a diagon- huh. or you know sideways on the uh, on uh, Ray Fine's character. Um, what the hell you call those things?
2: It's not like an ascot necessarily. You're talking like the big, almost cape-like drape. Yes. Oh. Uh, can I? I cannot think what the term is, but I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: But yeah, one of the, that case has that close up, and then you got the the suit like in the 2014, and then you have the orange blazer suit for the the second Kingsman film. So it's a three pack at uh, Best Buy, I believe. But yeah, they're very stylish films, and um, yeah, they're they're cool. They're cool. I, I liked Ray Fiennes. I was I was shocked by how much she. Uh, did in the film honestly because you know he's 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 up there but man they really Mm -hmm. um made him an action hero so which is funny because he's also from the world of bond but uh i I guess they really i don't know too much about the events for world war one but i guess they really did their homework and try to really fit it into the whole yeah
2: that's probably one of the things i was most impressed with yeah taking real events like fictionalizing these real events and fitting it into the story, um, was really interesting. And I found myself trying not to give the kids a history lesson where I'm like, Oh, Hey, this is how world war one was started. Right. They're like whatever. <laughs> they're like be quiet.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. It's kind of like a, an action packed history lesson, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. they kind of play with that in the other ones, but obviously not as much. Cause yeah, this, this first film here really took place. Um, at a you know historical time versus a modern day, if you will, I think it was pretty pretty good film. Yeah. What What about you, Mitch? Have you seen anything lately you want to recommend?
1: Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, so, uh, being the busy married guy that I am, um, <laughs> I've, my wife has kind of taken over Netflix. So I watched uh, Love Is Blind with her. Um, not necessarily a movie, but a TV show, and uh, yeah. The, Every once in a while, you just you kind of become a sucker for just really um, gaudy you know, TV <laughs> yeah. that just has the most masculine men that are just absolute chads, and and you know <laughs> ladies that are you could you could uh, see the other side of their their uh, their hair if you look through their ears. So I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> and uh processing would highly recommend if you're looking for something uh that will not uh create a wrinkle in your brain but uh <laughs> that will keep the tv on and something in the background there you go uh, but also make you laugh uh in enjoyment that uh you have more going on and more wherewithal than uh, they do
0: <laughs> it's a feel-good show <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is it, it makes you feel good
0: Thanks for uh, coming on, Jonah. Really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, please plug yeah, always a um, plug your YouTube channel before you go.
2: Uh, toys for all ages. Um, my son and I, we just about a week ago, we got the uh, the Razor Crest in from uh, hat, from Hasbro's HasLab, and that thing is a beast. And we did like we we filmed an unboxing of it. I think he probably already put that on on YouTube. And Sweet. now we're gonna do a proper review of it uh this weekend probably after we've both had a chance to play around with it but this thing is just it's huge i'll send you pictures josh
0: oh yeah do yeah do that yeah oh man i I look forward to seeing that that's awesome i bet that was fun
2: yeah it's very cool so yeah i'll uh, i'll I'll share that with you but yeah we should have that video out uh, here soon
0: fantastic well yeah and of course everyone out there listening field of geeks you can pretty much find us everywhere youtube trying to do some new things with that Uh, actual videos um Jonah beat us to it. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're trying to get into that. So, um, you know, baby steps. But yeah, that would be a, a new thing. And yeah, you can find us everywhere, uh, fieldygeeks.com So yeah, with that said, we will be back. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. <laughs> and I'm Jonah. <laughs> Take care. Well, thanks, guys.